Hi, I'm Sharita Bill. As you may know, your elected officials have required us to verify your age before granting you access to our website. While safety and compliance are at the forefront of our mission, giving your ID card every time you want to visit an adult platform is not the most effective solution for protecting our users, and in fact, will put children and your privacy at risk. In addition, mandating age verification without proper enforcement gives platforms the opportunity to choose whether or not to comply. As we've seen in other states, this just drives traffic to sites with far fewer safety measures in place. Very few sites are able to compare to the robust trust and safety measures we currently have in place. In order to protect children and user privacy, any legislation must be enforced against all platforms offering adult content. The safety of our users is one of our biggest concerns. However, the best and most effective solution for protecting children and adults alike is to identify users by their device and allow access to age-restricted materials and websites based on that identification. Until a real solution is offered, we've made the difficult decision to completely disable access to our website in your region. Please contact your representatives and demand device-based verification solutions that make the internet safer while also respecting your privacy. All right, and that was an individual, what did they say the name was, Sherry DeVille? Yep. All right, that was uh, Sherry. Who, huh? I was gonna say who incidentally has worked with our good friend, Tim Woodman. Tim Woodman has been on the um, Tim Woodman has not been on um, Swapcast though. I mean, I own the rights to Wine Cellar Media. I can just give those episodes to Swapcast. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, so we'll actually just go ahead and import those old episodes of Tim Woodman. They are informative and fun. Like they are. They're legit, especially the first one. Because, uh, like, the second one, we already know each other, but the first one, it's like, it is uh, that sort of unexpected human connection. Like, oh, I didn't know I was going to really like you that much. <laughs> what a shot to the misanthropy. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, so, yeah, very constructive. And, um, yeah, anytime you hear, uh, it, it'll be a good way to get in on our inside joke. When we say something and then dot com, that is an inside joke from that website. I will not tell you now. Phoenix Kalita will not tell you now. Nope. Alexandria will not come on and tell you. Uh, who's the homie from Cupcake Girls? Um, oh my gosh, I just forgot her name. Because uh, I was looking at the, uh, you need to text me, or not um, text me that link, like DM it to me because I can't pull it out of my text for some reason. Ah. Or maybe you can, I don't know. So it needs to go through the Twitter. Please. All right. I will send it through the Twitter. Uh, how much info do you just have memorized on this? Apparently, you just do this all day like as if it's your job. <laughs> as if it, Amy, by the way, from Cupcake Girls. Um, because it is my job. <laughs> and yeah, everything that Sherry DeVille did say is like really um, the most important takeaways from it. Obviously, there's more uh, to the story about Pornhub and what they're doing right now. But, um, you know, Sherry did have some of the most important points, which is, um, you know, even though there are instances in which adult websites like Pornhub do get it wrong, there have been times, I'm not going to lie, there have been times that something has been uploaded that was not, um, you know, sent there consensually or, um, you know, yeah, there haven't always been controls, but there has really been a concerted effort to make that better and more safe. And other websites aren't doing that. And so a lot of people end up on black, uh, you know, like on the dark web, on, um, you know, websites that 
don't really care what kind of content they upload as long as it's selling, right? And so that's when you do run into a risk that, um, you know, the videos you're watching may have been filmed consensually between a couple, but then when they break up, one partner uploads it without the consent of the other person. Uh, there's people who have filmed themselves just straight up assaulting other people and uploaded it. Uh, there's people who have videos of themselves assaulting children, um, you know, and we definitely want to avoid all those types of things being accessible to the public because all of those things are, you know, crimes to upload something, even if it was consensually filmed, to uh, be doing something with a minor that's just not legal in any capacity, not consensual. Minors cannot consent. Um, you know, and so we're trying to avoid people going to those type of websites and this is not helping with that. <laughs> this is really not helping. And of course, also, it does hurt sex workers who, you know, rely on Pornhub and the adult sites they use to make their money. But really, the biggest issue is that these, again, I, I feel like I say it all the time. Like, yes. I feel like people are sick of hearing me say it, but I can't stress enough that the people behind trying to ban Pornhub are religious right-wing Christians, and they're not actually concerned about porn in and of itself. They are not concerned about sex trafficking. Uh, they're really focused on controlling what people do and the idea of sexual immorality. So they're saying that they're passing these bills uh, to protect the public, but that's not why they're being passed. They're being passed to make it as difficult as possible for sex workers to exist because they want to ban sex work. Um, you know, it's been pointed out many times that when it comes to... Um, non-consensually uploaded sexual imagery, whether it's of minors or adults, one of the biggest places to find that is actually Facebook, not Pornhub. But I don't hear them calling for bans on Facebook. Now, why is that, right? And also keep in mind that like, you know, NCOSE um, is uh, one of the leading anti-trafficking orgs. Their original name was Morality and Media, and it was a bunch of Catholic priests who didn't like the idea of pornography and sex work existing, right? This is who these people have always been. These are the same people who are behind uh, trying to make it illegal to do drag shows, uh, trying to make it illegal to for trans people to get gender-affirming care trying to ban abortion, trying to ban birth control. Now they're going after no-fault divorce. Um, these are all the same people, okay? Like, trust, this is not about keeping children safe. This is not about keeping the public safe. This is about policing what type of sexual content you can consume and how and when you can have sex. That is all this is about, and I just, I cannot stress that enough. So, now that I did my little rant. <laughs> yeah, so many other stories roll into it, right? Like yeah. you said, the priest, like, like young folks, you know why you can't hear the F word on the radio? Because one pastor. Keep in mind, these Reagan people are the ones that were going to get government off our backs. Remember that? That was the rhetoric of the 1980 campaign. We'll get government off your backs and out of your lives. Yeah, but they still want to tell you what magazines you can read, and they still want to tell you what rock lyrics you can listen to, and they still want to force your kids to pray in school, and they still want to tell you what you can say on the radio. The FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, decided all by itself that radio and television were the only two parts of American life not protected by the free speech provisions of the First Amendment to the Constitution. I'd like to repeat that because it sounds vaguely important. The FCC, an appointed body, not elected, answerable only to the president, decided on its own that radio and television were the only two parts of American life not protected by the First Amendment to the Constitution. And why did they decide that? Because they got a letter from a minister in Mississippi. A Reverend Donald Wildman in Mississippi heard something on the radio that he didn't like. Well, Reverend, did anyone ever tell you there are two knobs on the radio? 
course, I'm sure the Reverend isn't that comfortable with anything that has two knobs on it. But hey, Reverend, there are two knobs on the radio. One of them turns the radio off, and the other one changes the station. Imagine that, Reverend, you can actually change the station. It's called freedom of choice, and it's one of the principles this country was founded upon. Look it up in the library, Reverend, if you have any of them left when you finish burning all the books. Called the government and complained. Mm-hmm. All right, one Takashi six nine ass pastor. All right, called the government to complain. Um, the no fault divorce. They want to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Gee, why does Stephen Crowder want no fault divorce to not be an option? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, as much as they claim this is for the children, these are the same people who will not um, raise the uh, age of marriage to 18 like they still think minors can get married so you're a child you can get married you can go work in a factory or on a farm or in a mine you can have children of your own but you can't watch porn you can't uh you know have sex the way you want to have sex you can't have abortions so it really is just about um you know controlling controlling people because you know and that i think also too on the topic of the whole child marriage thing we should talk about the fact that just because you're a minor who can get married does not mean you're a legal adult so, like, if you are in a, an abusive situation, you leave, you can't go to a shelter unaccompanied because you are a minor, even maybe, if you're married. Maybe your spouse should take you. And uh, <sighs> it was recently, uh, a little earlier this month, actually, that uh, uh, GOP State Senator Mike Moon, I'm not endorsing or admonishing the party, that's just a fact, he's a GOP State Senator, mm-hmm. Mike Moon from Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, was arguing uh, that because it was when they remember when they voted to say no children need to be able to keep getting married yep and uh, he only cited one couple he knew because they were 12 years old and had sex and they their parents knew about it and made them get married and they happen to still be together now we don't know how healthy that is we have no other details were than they they're still both together 12? they were both 12 okay that's why that's the only story he cited I've heard you talk about parents' rights to raise their kids how they want. In fact, I just double-checked. You voted no on making it illegal for kids to be married to adults at the age of 12 if their parents consented to it. You said, actually, that should be the law because it's the parents' right and the kids' right to decide what's best for them to be raped by an adult. Okay? Do you know kids who have been With married marriage. at age 12? That was any, the law. You, know you voted kids? not to change it. Do you know any kids who have been married at age 12? I, I, I don't need to. I do. Uh, and guess what? They're still married. Gentlemen, my question for when you When you is, look at the stats, the majority um, is roughly between the late 30s and early 40s man mm-hmm. marrying someone uh, under the age of 18. That's yep. what the majority is. Yep. And they don't want to talk about that. But, yes. you know. Um. But so what I have here is uh, from the Free Speech Coalition. They wrote an open letter to Todd Wheeler. I don't know if it's Wheeler or Weiler. It's W-E-I-L-E-R. I I only ever read it. W-E-I-L-E-R. Wheeler, Weiler. I think Um, the E being first makes it Eeler. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm weird. It yeah. shouldn't have made me speak this language. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but he is one of the Utah senators who is behind um, SB 287, which is why Pornhub shut down access in Utah. This is the open letter. Dear Senator Wheeler, I am writing to express my concerns about the bill you sponsored, SB 287, which takes effect on May 3rd. As the executive director of the Free Speech Coalition, the trade organization for the adult industry, I am tasked with interpreting your bill to create guidance for our members when the law goes into effect. Unfortunately, despite consulting over a dozen lawyers, I must admit I am stumped. The law is so vague and the requirements for compliance so contradictory, I cannot figure out how FSC members can follow this law. I would interject that that's actually the point. They make things as complicated and convoluted as possible so that no matter what you do, they can find a way to um, like find you legal, uh, say that you did something illegal or that you did something wrong. Yeah. That's why they write them this way. Yeah. E 11 through 18 of the bill. Yeah. This is that kind of podcast. Mm -hmm. 11 through 18 of the bill. This bill provides definitions requires a commercial entity that provides pornography and other materials defined as being harmful to minors as a substantial portion of the entity's content to verify the age of individuals accessing the material. It's word salad already. Mm -hmm. uh, seven, yeah. Yeah. And also like, you know, speaking of how to enforce something like this, because they're coming from, again, this conservative Christian mindset, they think all porn is bad if minors see it. So therefore, no porn should exist. So even if you were like fear, so because, you know, people always when they talk about them, they're like, it was this wild ass, like simulated rape gangbang scene on a train type thing. Yes, that type of porn exists. There's also porn of like married couples having sex together. But both of those are equally bad under this type of law. And I don't think people realize that. They always look at like what's on the fringes or the outliers to be like, well, I have a problem with that. This isn't about that. This is about any type of sexual content. And this honestly would even include soft porn. Because if these laws start taking hold, wait and see. There won't even be sex scenes in movies soon. Wait and see. 36, 37, and 38 of the bill. Uh, when you say it's uh, they're sort of casting just the widest net they can. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, as used in this chapter, these remember, these are the, the definitions and distributors of material harmful to minors, 37, uh, 38, 39. Commercial entity includes corporations, limited liability companies, partnerships, limited partnerships, sole proprietorships, or other legally recognized entities. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't give a gosh darn. All right, we say gosh darn on this program. <laughs> That's how we talk here. Since when? This, uh, well, let's see, 2.26 p.m., uh, <laughs> May 2nd, 2023, East Coast time. Fine. <laughs> um, continuing with uh, the open letter. Um, so they say SB 287 gives three options for complying with the law, none of which we understand, despite being intimately familiar with the existing age verification protocols. First of all, a digitized information card available through a state-approved application. Unlike Louisiana, Louisiana is trying to do a similar thing, which crafted legislation SB 287, uh, Utah does not have a system for verifying a mobile driver's license online. So you have to do it through a state-approved application, but there isn't a system that has a state-approved application. Cool. Second, verification through a database that is, quote, regularly used by government agencies and businesses for the purpose of age verification. We are unaware of how to determine whether a database meets this criterion and would appreciate it if you could provide direction on this point. Third, any commercially reasonable method that relies on public or private transactional data to verify the age of the person attempting to access the material. 
This language seems to imply that age verification providers must con contract with data brokers and options with significant privacy issues. This is especially uh, this is especially so since the law does not require providers to meet any of the security standards used by reputable age verification services. There are many, uh, many other methods of age verification in use that are not specifically authorized by the law. For example, non-digitized identification documents, mobile phone records, biometric analysis, open banking and credit card data. We are concerned because this bill is unclear on which approaches are approved. It is possible that different courts could interpret the laws in different ways. Without unambiguous guidance, we fear that even sites that make a good faith effort to comply uh, will risk being sued, even if they are using more aggressive methods of age verification. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you let me know oh, when yeah. you get to the end of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, lo I'm looking at, I'm down at the last few lines of oh, the bill. Oh, no. And those last few lines of the bill, that is that hurry up and get that in there. We just thought of this part. Oh, no. <laughs> is that. Beyond the method of compliance, the fundamental question of which sites are required to institute age verification is entirely unclear. SB 287 specifies that sites containing more than 33.3% material, uh, material harmful to minors must institute age verification protocols. How is that age percentage calculated? The volume of data, the number of posts, what is the proper metric to measure? Gigabytes, character count, the number of videos, video runtime. Does the law apply to social media platforms like Twitter and Reddit, which host substantial amounts of content that law designates as harmful to minors? Right, which is really always like, I get what they're doing. They're being quite polite about it, but I also get, you know, the underlying idea that, again, you're saying this is about protecting minors, but y'all will let minors go on YouTube and go down a Nazi algorithm right now. Y'all will let minors get on, you know, Reddit and 4chan and, you know, uh, get in groups where they make jokes about bombing their schools and killing gay people. I but you need a but you need an age verification to get to an, a website that's already designated for people 18 and older. <laughs> Maybe it's not too unreasonable to think that such types are particularly bothered by minors looking at Nazi content. Just to wonder that out loud. Does that really bother them? It does not bother them. And that's why those websites are not being targeted. Uh, what does Layla Micklewaite do? Like as far as uploading videos to Twitter. Oh, uh, Layla Micklewaite uploads people's videos where they are um, uh, being raped or where videos were uploaded that they consensually filmed videos, but then the videos were uploaded without consent. Like I mentioned earlier, like maybe a couple filmed a video together or you sent, you know, like a video of yourself masturbating or nudes to a partner and then your partner without permission uploaded it. Layla will up like re-upload that shit for all of social media to see. So yeah, if you've ever been raped and someone filled it, filmed it and put it like on a website somewhere, <laughs> there's a good chance Layla Micklewhite has it and posted it to her followers. For awareness, of course. The last few lines of the bill, starting with 106, just a bit of it here. Five, this section shall not apply to any bona fide news or public interest broadcast, mm -hmm. website, video, report, or event, and mm -hmm. shall not be construed to affect the rights of a news gathering organization. Yep. No internet service provider, affiliate, or subsidiary of an internet service. <coughs> service provider. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. Yep. Gotta 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 get the uh the, the, the micklewaite clause. Yep. Yeah, let's that, call it that. That's the, literally what it is, yeah. <laughs> I mean then but then like also like that should really indicate to you how um like hypocritical and not serious this is. Because if you're talking about 
this is to protect the minors, this is to protect children, this is to make sure that everything that gets uploaded to websites is consensual and only adults can see it. But then it's okay for someone who runs or is affiliated with anti-trafficking orgs to post videos of minors being raped online for educational purposes. You are never fucking serious about helping children. Go fuck yourself. Just go fuck yourself. Um, we don't say yeah. that on this program. And yet I did. Yeah, like how how about um, uh, exit hastily and fornicate thyself. <laughs> exit hastily and fornicate thyself. That's what I say. Yes. So, yeah, that's... Um, Oh, shoot. Did I lose my other article? I think I did. Hmm. But yeah, that was the um, open letter. And so, uh, Utah, Pornhub, I lost it. So Pornhub has responded by... Oh, uh, um, is it you talking about that shot that we have here where they... uh, Yes. uh, Pornhub says, uh, and this is uh, apparently what you see if you're in Utah and you mm-hmm. go to the website. Yes. Uh, this is the, uh, I don't know if they call it a splash screen, a homepage. Uh, I I am an eld- elder people. <laughs> I mostly yell at Cloud and call it a podcast. <clears throat> uh, so what you see on this uh, homepage, mm-hmm. uh, Pornhub, State of Utah warning, uh, exposing minors to obscene material may damage or negatively impact minors. Uh, the website contains age-restricted materials. Mm-hmm. Using pornography may be harmful to minors. If you are under the age of 18 years old, you do not have author- authorization or permission to enter the website or access any of its materials. Mm-hmm. If you are over the age of 18 years old, by entering the website, you hereby agree to comply with all the terms and conditions by uh, clicking accept. You are stating that uh, list under penalty of perjury, you are over the age of 18 years old. Nudity and explicit depictions of sexual activity does not offend you. You do not wish uh, you do not wish us to show you this warning and age gate in the future and consent to our use of cookies to present our website and its contents to you. Is that mm-hmm. what you were looking for? Uh, well, no, but that Darn is good it. to know. <laughs> no, I actually have an article about it. Um, ah from Axios with just a couple uh, things to note. So the adult content website Pornhub blocked access in Utah Monday due to new state laws requiring websites uh, with adult content to verify users' ages before allowing them access to the platforms. Um, Driving the news, uh, Pornhub now uh, uh, opens on devices in Utah with the message that you just read. The move comes in response uh, as, uh, as a response to Utah's age verification law, which was passed in March, but takes effect tomorrow. Pornhub's owner, MindGeek, put the same messages on its other sites like Brazzers, YouPorn, and RedTube. Mm-hmm. Pornhub confirmed Axios the mus- messages went up Monday. Uh, so they have a, cu- a couple things here saying that companies that don't comply will be liable if they're sued because a minor accessed their content, which is also like a weird ass thing because it doesn't matter how many controls you put on something. If a minor wants to access it, a minor will access it. Um, I'm not sure that suing the company is the appropriate move if the company is legitimately trying to, uh, you know, do age 18 and older age verifications, but you know, uh, yeah. And so, um, The other side of this, Todd Wheeler, who is a Republican, uh, noted that Pornhub began verifying ages in Louisiana, uh, which passed a similar law that took effect this year and said, I expect they will eventually comply with Utah's as well. So even the guy who wrote this bill didn't think that Pornhub was going to cut off porn. He thought they were going to like go along with it the way they're doing with Louisiana's. But of course, it's important to note again that in Louisiana, even though I still am not a big fan of the bill, they at least have... um, 
like a digital place to host all of your information. Utah mm -hmm. does not have that. There is nowhere to upload the information. And also, like, this is just begging to be hacked. It's just begging to be hacked. Because if you have your, a copy of your license on there, <clears throat> it's going to get hacked. That is, yeah. And yep. then, of course, in 2016, Utah declared porn a public health crisis. And in addition to targeting Pornhub, Utah lawmakers have also tightened libraries' internet filters and required internet service providers to dispense information on parental controls. So yeah, you put your yeah. ID card on there, get ready for your credit score to no longer be useful for you. I'm saying. I am saying. So yeah, that's what's going on in Utah. Um, again, I can't stress enough. This is not actually about protecting children from viewing porn, because if you actually cared about safety of children, you would not be forcing them to have, you know, work in factories. You would not be forcing them into child marriages. You would not be forcing them to be parents. You would be giving them sex ed. You would be not uh, trying to ban them from having access to birth control, you know, things like that. And you know, it's also important to note that, again, these are conservative Christians who are really trying to put us into a sort of hands, Handmaid's Tale type of uh, landscape. So, you know, don't fall for it that this is about protecting children. It's 100 percent not. So, yeah, yeah, that is the deal in Utah. All right. And uh, well, in about 10 minutes, I need to be heading out to work because I'm trying to get there earlier so I can get out even faster. Because mm -hmm. also, apparently, the rest of the crew is just, uh, they're, they're like, they're like 45 minutes before me. Mm -hmm. And it's not even like I'm late. No one cares. But it's like, if we can get done faster, hey. Yeah. That's more that's that's more time to bring you folks more uh, of this material. Mm -hmm. And I think that you think it's pretty neat. It is pretty neat. Like you see this stuff and you you get like Ron DeSantis with that pudding. Like you just like, ooh yeah, get the fingers in there. What? Absolutely not. You ever seen Ron DeSantis eating pudding? No, and I don't want to. That sounds disgusting, actually. Let me tell you what. That sounds absolutely disgusting. Oh, uh, yeah, the fingers of fascism, they get ew. dunked. Ew, that's <laughs> gross. Um, just one thing I do want to point out, though, is that people also have been looking at, like, Google, Google Analytics. Uh, since yesterday, you'll never believe what everyone in Utah has been searching. I think that everyone in Utah has been searching mm -hmm. how to write a verse that Lizzo would want to buy from you and put on her next record? Definitely not. Okay, okay. Three guesses. Uh, they've been searching how to break dance like um, famed New Yorker Crazy Legs. No. No. Third guess. Third time is a charm bracelet. They have been searching how to make a charm bracelet better than the finest bracelet-making Negroes no. of Southern California. No. No. What no. have they been searching? How to get a VPN. That, that can't, <laughs> they can't. By searching for a VPN, what they mean is like um, vanilla ice protocols mm -hmm. of Napster. Yeah, so uh, as of yesterday, the highest searches by subregion, because they have state-by-state -state breakdowns, is Utah. The next is New York. <laughs> hmm. Which also, like, yeah, they're going through their own police state situation with that stupid fucking mayor they have. Well, um, I would have, and like, yeah, the police state thing, but then also New York just has a wicked high population. Like, they just have more people doing stuff in general because they, they have more people. They do. 
Um, but yeah, so uh, and also, but also worth noting that despite how many people are in New York versus Utah, the Utah searches for VPNs literally are double what they are in New York right now. <laughs> double what they are in New right, York because New Yorkers are trying oh. to make those charm bracelets. Trying Don't to make it. the charm bracelets. So yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. But also keep in mind too that the Biden administration has. Um, signal that they were willing to talk about a bill that was proposed that would ban people from using VPNs. So we'll see how that goes. Man, Biden is older than porn. He doesn't even know. (laughs) (laughs) When Biden watched, looked at porn as a youngster, it was like still photography of women's ankles. (laughs) Wow, that that sure is one hot mama. I bet she uses lotion. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, popcorn never seen chicks like this, brother, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of, I have to show you, uh, I took a picture of a car I was behind yesterday. Hmm. They are very pro-Alex Jones and very anti-Biden. And they had a bunch of Infowars stickers on the back of the car. Yes. And they had, um, oh my, hold on, I'm just going to fucking find it. All right. It was do- goofy. Uh, We're should, doing should that. Should I stop the program or? Uh, I, maybe. But it was said something like Corn Pop was a bad dude. All right, folks, if you want to yeah. know more about this, uh, we have another program called The Phoenix and Williams Show. We will go in depth there on uh, bumper stickers. On bumper stickers, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Corn Pop was a bad dude. Mm-hmm. That was the. That's a bumper sticker, yeah. You realize you have to explain that to a lot of people. Like, everyone isn't actually into politics like that. And it's right below the Infowars sticker, so. <laughs> Yeah, like when I make some of my political jokes to like when I'm just, you know, interacting with a person in this workplace or that workplace, no one knows. Like you understand for people that listen to programs like this, you're already deep in the weeds and you're not getting out. Yeah. This is your shit. Yeah, you probably have your favorite TV show, but even while you're watching your show, you're like, oh, yeah, that's just like what the damn senator did the other day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like we're we're too in it. And most (laughs) of the public is like. I just want to watch reality shows. I just want to look at the Met Gala. Yeah, because they're overworked and they need their bread and circus. They're super exploited and this stuff is kind of boring. So are we going to cover the momfluencer another time then? Yep, because I am heading to work okay. very soon. I need to put on a dashiki and okay. some socks and my steel toes now. Yes, but, but yeah, this... we are going to cover that about Katie Sorensen, who basically said someone tried to kidnap and traffic her children, who has Ooh. been arrested and convicted because it didn't fucking happen. We're going to talk about that. All right. And this was live. So it is up on um, the Facebooks and the YouTubes and uh, the podcast audio. Uh, I recommend checking out the podcast audio because I will take time to... Uh, to spiffy that up, as it were, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a, it, it's gonna have a great deal of nift, all right. And with nift. that, we head out. Yes, nifty, I'd say. All right, everyone, uh, uh, be safe as possible wherever you are. All right, Twitch, you're done. Uh, YouTube, you're done. Facebook, I don't want to broadcast with you anymore. And <laughs> audio recording, you're about out of there. And uh, you can go to swapusa.org. There is a donation button. And when you kick a dollar over there, guess what happens? Uh, Something will go into a care package. And a person will take that care package literally out to the street level where they know that folks have business to handle 
and they will hand off those care packages to these folks that are handling such business, no questions asked. All right, uh, what is that, a direct, what's the language? Mutual aid. Mutual aid. Yeah, yeah hand to hand, right? And they, they don't have to fill out a questionnaire, right? We're not, we're not means testing to see if you're an, a sex worker enough to get help. Mm-hmm, All right. Exactly. All right. Peace and elbow grease, I'd say. <laughs>